welcome into another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Big country, welcome to the show. We have a lot to cover today because yesterday, uh, I feel like as soon as we stopped recording, everything happened. Yep. And we get you know, Stephon Gilmore officially signs with the Panthers. Justin Fields named the starter in Chicago then we had Jalen Smith finally finding a spot. We had playoff baseball. We have more playoff baseball today. We're going to get into some of these college football picks and a little look at the Heisman Trophy. Also, as the odds uh, just continue to change, as they should week to week. But let's do get into these signings yesterday. We kind of predicted this one in a roundabout way with Stephon Gilmore. You even were on and you said, like, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a situation where he gets traded before he's able to sign somewhere. Mm-hmm. That is, in fact, what happened. He gets traded to the team I predicted him to sign with, the Carolina Panthers. It seems like such a great fit. I know we said a lot about it yesterday, but he is traded for a sixth-round pick to the Carolina Panthers. I think it's a wonderful move. Probably works out for both yeah, Stephon Gilmore gets, and the Panthers. And Gilmore gets a, a pretty good chunk of change still because I know the Patriots are covering quite a bit of it, and mm-hmm. now I think the the Panthers excuse me, are only paying, I think, less than $10 million, but still – it's more than what he would have gotten if he had officially been released and had to sign like a one-year deal elsewhere, and that would have been a prove-it deal. And it would have been a lot of stress and strain on him to be like, okay, hey, I have to prove that I'm still a very good corner in this league so I can get a bigger contract next year while also dealing with this quad injury. Now I'm also assuming that because he was traded for a six-round draft pick, there's still some concern with the injury. And it's going to take him a little bit to kind of fully be back and ready to go. But looking at the Panthers' DB room right now, there's a lot of talent there. And they have right. the money to afford it right now with everyone being so young across the defense and including the offense. Where next year going to the draft, you just focus on the offensive line. And I don't maybe I – sh- I was about to say a more quality running back, but maybe another <laughs> duo that you can get with Christian McCaffrey. Cause well, Chuba Hubbard's been playing well. And he has, but it's like, man, at some point, like you got to have Christian McCaffrey healthy. And like Chuba Hubbard has to continue to develop to be that one-two punch back. Can you draft a new medical staff? Maybe that's something they should you look talk into. Talk to the Chargers and 49ers. Have they done that? <laughs> right? It, isn't it weird that it's always like teams? It, it comes in a group of like, yeah, we can't keep these guys healthy. Yeah. The Chargers and the 49ers will forever be on that list. Oh, yeah. I Such mean, a I've, weird group. I've said it so many times. I even say it in my TikTok videos. The Chargers are just a what if On team. your what? TikTok. I'm on the old TikTok. Oh, are you? Yeah. Go check it out. My I have too, but usually it's just the most follow views them big booty so hoes. Big booty hoes? That's all I do on TikTok. I'm a big booty. I ain't it's no that hoe. and lawn care. I'm a loyal big booty. Lawn it's like, care. So, it's so me. <laughs> just, yeah. it's just mowing the grass. This is how I get my edges lined up. And it's like, smack my ass like a drum. <laughs> exactly. It goes from weed eating and then just keep scrolling. It's like, oh. Hello. Those are a moving. <laughs> Have you seen the challenge where it's like uh, people swiping? I saw Barstool doing this where people swipe and see how many times it gets. Yeah. Until it's like. You want to do that? Do it. There's only two of us? Yeah. Oh, I don't have my phones at my desk. Give me a second. <laughs> yeah. But I, I saw it, and I, I haven't done it officially yet myself, but it's something that I've wanted to do. It's, I have a feeling it's going 
It's the fucking first video. Are you serious? <laughs> that Nuh-uh. doesn't count. I have to restart. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and this is on my For You page. Yeah, yeah. yeah not my follow. <laughs> if it was a follow, it'd be number one. <laughs> I'm going to swipe again. We're going to reload. Okay, reload. Yep. So, one swipe. That's two dudes. That's an ad. <laughs> What'd <Five>. you get? <laughs> this girl's flexible. That was an ad. I know that might have said Addison Ray, but that was an ad, so that one doesn't count. I'm doing good on this one, though. Five? Man, I'm at, f- I'm at like eight. There were a couple guys that got okay, it on one. Nine. Nine? nine. Less than double digits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you had two hands, though. I have to go look at that one later. Nice. Uh, yeah. I liked it. I go back to my likes. <laughs> Talking TikTok. Uh, we also had Jalen Smith sign. With the Green Bay Packers. I think, like, some Packers fans are excited <laughs> about this. In the world that we go from talking about <laughs> Stephon Gilmore being traded to the Panthers. Dumb the DB TikToks. room. And then the TikToks. Ah, it's my fault. It's just, it is. It's, and then I'm in a weird mood today. I'm going to yeah, be random. I, I am, too. I've been, uh, I got up early to go work out, and I got my butt kicked. Do you work out? Yeah. Girl I work with. Uh-huh. She wanted to do a booty workout today, and I was like, dope. <laughs> Dude, my ass, I've never felt the muscles in my ass like I do right now. Yeah? Yeah, I was doing, I like, the hip thrust. I don't either, but. How did you feel doing that? As a guy, like, I would, I wish my butt were a little bigger. Yeah. So, like, no shame. I don't. No, you got to work on the booty. There's but muscles it, in your ass for a reason. I would it's usually it feels my weird. butt workout, I should say. Like, the workouts that I do that kind of help my butt was, like, <laughs> leg presses or squats. Like, that was right. kind of like, okay. Those are the only two, like, butts are getting worked. manly, acceptable exactly. workouts to do for this your This one, I was doing hip thrust in the middle of the freaking gym. You did that thing where you lay the bar over your yeah. legs. and I'll tell you, that hurts, man. Once, once, because like my thighs are big, so it's like once I get up there, I'm good, and then you got to go over the junk to put it like on your hip level. Is that where it goes? You smash, yeah. You got to put it like right where your yeah torso is, like right the hips, your waist. Yes. Is that what I said? I said nope. waist. I nope. I said every word but that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything and except for waist. Right there, and man, she's good at it. She was strong. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's worked very hard. She has. But I, I bet it would feel. And like it wasn't it. an awkward thing. There's a lot of people cool. there. Uh, there wasn't, thank God, because like I was, yep. I was kind of laughing at myself, and she kind of laughed at me too. And I was like, "It's like this is hard." <laughs> like major props to you. She's like, "Oh, this is my light day." I was like, "Fuck off." <laughs> yeah, I'm dying over here. <laughs> yeah, like my butt just cramped. <laughs> I can't, can't get up. Sit down. <laughs> yeah, but so, Jalen Smith, yes, signs with the Packers, linebacker from the Cowboys. I think it's a good landing spot for him. And the Cowboys are clearly in an all-in situation right now where they Packers. know. Yes. What did I say? You said the Cowboys. Okay, excuse me. The Packers are all in on the season. Aaron Rodgers most likely gone. Devontae Adams is most likely gone. Bring in Jalen Smith. I don't know how much of an impact this brings right. to the defense, but it does help bring speed, and that's something Jalen Smith at least has. And I, I think it's something they're kind of lacking at the linebacker position right now too. So. Yeah, they do. They just have some gaps at linebacker where I think you have to take that chance and try to bring in a guy, even if he can be just a little bit you know, better than what you have, then you're fine with that. But mm-hmm. they, they just have not had a lot of great production. They were also tied to kind of Stephon Gilmore. Uh, Packers fans and Chiefs fans united yesterday because both fan bases wanted both these players. It's like, oh, we're going to get them both. Well, not so fast. <laughs> Carolina's going to come in, swoop in, and get Stephon Gilmore. But I, I do like that move for Jalen Smith. I wonder how many teams were out to get him, how much interest he actually had. Yeah, I, I know that... It sucks for him, though, because that knee is going to be something that lingers with him forever. 
Because even as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I wonder how his knee played into this and people were a little bit scared of it. He has never missed a game in the NFL. No, because I, th- I believe I saw something where he made like a full recovery on it. Like, mm-hmm. there's still like the little bit of nerve damage that was there, but I, I don't necessarily want to say like he rain- regained feeling in all of it, but it's the fact that there's full mobility and he's fine. Yeah. And like you said, he hasn't missed a single game. And so now we're sitting here looking at the Green Bay Packers defense. Corner-wise and secondary, I think we can agree that they're okay. It's nothing fantastic, but it's been good. And now you, the defensive line we know can get to the quarterback. They're good against the run at times, but the linebackers is clearly where that gap has been. Now you have Smith here. That's three Smiths you got on this team now. Yeah, at linebacker. You got the Smith triplets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no longer the Smith brothers. Mm-mm. That's a nice move. I did not. I didn't think about that, but look at me. I did, good things coming. Speaking threes. of the Packers, you brought him up a couple. I think it was last week actually. Rashawn Gary has had a very impressive season this year. Mm-hmm. It's like finally. <laughs> yeah. Is that water um, good? Was, yeah, I stopped <laughs> to take a drink right when you asked me that. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. my answer. He has looked good though, and I, I did not have high praise for him coming out of Michigan. And I didn't know how well he would fit into this defense. And it's taken a little bit of time, but he has looked pretty damn good this year and is able to get after the quarterback and create pressure. It, he fits right in with those, you know, the Smiths. Mm-hmm. And he's a big body guy, but he's so athletic. But he, he has a, had a really good year. And other news, yesterday Matt Nagy names Justin Fields the Bears starter. This happened when we were on our way to lunch yesterday, and I even said, this feels like a move that came down from the top. The yeah. ownership probably walked down to his office and said, Justin Fields is the starter. Stop playing Stop games. Stop fucking around. Name him the starter going forward. Stop playing games with us. Stop playing calls. Stop, Stop playing call playing. games with my heart. You know who sings that song? I, not a clue. It's one of those boy bands. I'm not 100% sure. NSYNC? Or Backstreet Boys. I forgot about them. I don't know. But I do think yeah. this is a move that came down from ownership. Because it was just the other day that uh, Nagy was saying, like, if Andy Dalton's healthy, he's going to start. I think it that was. That was this week. I think it was, like, yesterday. And then it was actually Justin Fields is our starter. Yeah. I bet the owner just walked in and said, stop it. Like, I don't know. Like, Name I'm, him starter or you're fired today. You want the rest of your starter, paycheck? You don't call plays. Let's move forward and try and win some more football games. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, now, I do wonder. On the, the flip side of it, if Justin Fields is ready to be the starter. And I think that's kind of the catch-22 with this whole thing. For Matt Nagy, I do think that Andy Dalton was playing better than Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. However, you have to get Justin Fields in there, get him some reps, and then maybe he will start playing better. Like I don't think it will take long for him to play better than Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. But it did feel like uh, maybe Matt Nagy was so afraid to lose his job and lose games that he didn't want to give those reps to a rookie quarterback. That he wanted a veteran in there. That that's where he thought had the better opportunity to win games this season. I think looking at it long term, play Justin Fields. Yeah, he's struggled a little bit, but it doesn't seem like the game's too big for him. Like that he's panicking mm-hmm. because of pass rush or anything like that. So I can see both sides of the argument of the you should sit in uh, Justin Fields for a while. Yeah, or you have to play him right now. But. And I want to give us props too on this because we did say about week five or like week four or five is when we see him become the starter. Because you're playing against the Rams, Cincinnati, and you don't have been fine. Then you play Cleveland. That's going to be a tough defense. But, like, Detroit and Vegas, that's a good opportunity for Justin Fields to kind of come in and take the job. That's what we said in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Boom, this is where we're at. We're in week five. They play the Raiders this in Las Vegas, which is going to be 
an excellent day for him. I mean, it should be, right? Like this yeah, defense, Even that pass rush that we kind of talked about with the Raiders, it's been stalled a little bit. Max has. Crosby's good, but it's Yannick not Ngakwe's one that like, been good scares too. me. Yeah, I mean, at times, you know, if they get there at the same time, it's like, well, look out. But Yeah, that's every team in the NFL. And here's though. the thing, though. This this offensive line for Chicago is really bad. It's so so bad. we might actually see Max Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe just tear apart this offensive yep. line. But maybe we get to see the athletic part of Justin Fields this week where he's not standing there like a duck mm-hmm. with Cleveland coming at him with Jason Garrett and Debbie on Clowney. Yeah, maybe now. they're on another tier. Maybe now he'll open up the playbook, get Justin Fields moving around a little bit, which I think is great for any rookie quarterback, but also one that's athletic. Yeah. So let him do that. Let him move around in the pocket a little bit. You mentioned the Browns, and I don't know if you saw this one, but the Baker Mayfield injury. Uh, it's a left shoulder injury that he's been oh. – Playing with for they a got while. Popped out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I just saw the hit today where they're like, this is when it happened. If I'm a coach, I'm telling my quarterback, don't go anywhere near a tackle. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care if he's right there. I don't care if you're saving six points. You stay the hell away. You throw an interception, you run to our sideline. <laughs> we will protect you over here. I don't need my first overall pick quarterback hurting his shoulder. Now, he got lucky that it was his left shoulder. Yeah. I don't need him hurting a shoulder trying to make a tackle. I mean, even hurting a, a left shoulder at all still is going to suck. Yeah, I mean, it still sucks. I, he's in like a sling mm-hmm. almost. But can you imagine if this was a right shoulder? That I derails mean, he, the whole season, yeah. what they have going on. If you lose Baker Mayfield, he's out probably four weeks. With this shoulder maybe injury, longer than that. Right. I mean, if it's that damaged, but I mean, he's a tough dude, so I'm sure he'll be fine as the season goes on. But mm-hmm. I mean, they play the Chargers this week, Arizona, and then Denver. You're facing a tough defense this next couple mm-hmm. weeks. Hey, ball security comes into play there mm-hmm. with that left arm, trying to hold on to it, trying yep. to get rid of sacks, getting under center, running away from Bosa. Yeah, <laughs> like fuck that. <laughs> yeah, and even I mean, taking hits. I mean, even if you take a sack and you land on your left shoulder, that's going to hurt. Oh yeah, it's going to be in your head. It's going to affect your game a little bit. Again, thankfully for the Browns, it's not a right shoulder. But I, I do think that that's still like praise to Baker Mayfield for playing through an injury. I know. Not as big a supporter. What? But I do think that he needs a little bit of credit here. Are you right? Yeah, maybe I'm drunk. I don't know. What's in this water? (laughs) Uh, But uh, some people, you know, are very hard on him or would say, oh, it's just a left shoulder. This doesn't matter. I think it still matters. Yeah. Especially if he's playing through a lot of pain and he's been out there. It's not like when you throw a football, like your left side of your body doesn't move. Like you're still Mm going to wipe through, follow, you know what I mean? That's what sucks. Just (laughs) lifting it up to rotate. It like, "Mm mm-mm. Yeah. Or like he's, he's scrambling away from people. It's extending that, you know, getting away. Yep. Yeah. And we also have, it's Thursday night already. I've been waiting all week for Thursday night. And it it's does already not here. feel like it. This week has zoomed by. It has. I don't know what the deal is. We're Probably just excited for the weather. weekend. I think Speaking so. Speaking of, this weekend, we're having a little mini bachelor party for our guy, Matt Miller. That is 100% true. We're going to start in the afternoon for the Texas OU game. Praise to God. Like, just praying to God. <laughs> Praise to God. Praying to God that Texas wins. Because if they lose, I know it's going to derail the day a little bit. It's going to have an effect. Yeah. So, but if Texas wins, I mean, we're just we're through the roof. And bold that means, move to do that this means, on Red River weekend. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Very bold move. But that means if Texas wins and is winning, shots are going to be going, beers are going to be drank. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to participate in that. Send us a Venmo, and you can buy our guy yeah, Matt wanna, a shot, you buy a, a little beer. Matty Mills, a little beer or a shot. And Venmo hey, me. dude can drink. Venmo. All right, Mr. Miller Seven, is that it? Yeah, I, I feel think so. Wrong. Dollar sign, Mr. Miller Seven. No, 
I wouldn't do that. No, right. like the Venmo. There's a dollar in front of it no matter oh, what. Oh, okay. I thought you. <laughs> it's like the at on a Twitter. Yeah, I got you now. <laughs> Mr. Miller 7. I thought there was maybe an underscore in there. There's yep. not. But uh, we are. We're going to be celebrating a little bit with Matt. And if you don't know Matt Miller's at NFL Draft Scout, some people hear that and like, oh, yeah, shit, duh. Yeah, a couple I hate his takes. Yeah. <laughs> some people do. Yeah. Uh, some people really do. But yeah, you can Venmo me if you do want to buy Matt a beer this weekend. Or you know what? Maybe you want to buy me a beer. Yeah. I'll drink it. I mean, me I'm too, happy. but like you guys. Beers I drink are cheap. <laughs> yeah. Real cheap. Two dollar. What's up? Two dollar exactly. make you holla. Uh, but we do have the That's Rams and uh, I think it's fine. Okay. It's our show. <laughs> yeah. You told people worse things uh, for sure. You don't want to say it? I don't even no, want to say it. I don't either. <laughs> Rams at Seahawks <laughs> tonight. We finally get a good Thursday night game. Like we aren't. This isn't Jaguars Bengals. This is Rams Seahawks. Two very good teams in the NFC West. I'm kind of leaning Seahawks here. The Rams are a two and a half point favorite. The reason why I'm leaning Seahawks is because Russell Wilson is so good in primetime games. And right now they're sitting at two and two. I don't know that they fall to two and three. I think I'm going Seahawks in this one. I think it might be a shootout too, where the Seahawks get up big. The Rams fight back with their air attack. Honestly, I'm just trying to speak this into existence. I need Stafford and Cooper to go off. But also... (laughs) think that Russell Wilson and these receivers can put up a lot of points. I, I think we see a lot of points scored tonight, but I am going to go with the Seattle Seahawks in this one. With the over-under being at 54, would you take the over on that? I would. I would, too. Yep, I like that line. I'm excited to see Jalen Ramsey against a Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf with yep. Russell Wilson throwing the ball again. Yeah. Like To see it at this point of the year where we're at with the standings and the record, and the thing is, too, with like this matchup predictor on ESPN – it's at 49.8%. I know. I've never seen it so even before. I haven't either. And so and then they have to factor in the tides at 0.4%. <laughs> Fucking get rid of that. 50%. All right. Either right. team can win this game. It's going to be an exciting one, and I'm glad it's on Thursday night. Everyone's going to be paying attention to it. Huge ramifications for the rest of the year in terms of the And division. the power rankings. <clears throat> and the power rankings, big, This is a big power ranking. Dude, I got roasted yesterday on the power rankings for the Chiefs. Like, I keep, saw that. <laughs> keep down the Chiefs, man. Just keep doing it. I was like, I'm a fucking Chiefs fan, homie. <laughs> like, you think you, I like I'm doing this? I'm telling you, you cannot win with power rankings. I just have to accept that. Yep. It's like, hey, man, maybe I move this team up, they'll be happy. Other team, I can't believe this is. A, I can't believe they're above yep. us. Yeah, because if you move somebody up, somebody has to go down. And then next week you know they what? lose. Week, I just want to go back to the tweet to be like, huh? Everyone is one. Everyone, put them I'm in the order you want. Um, Everyone is one. Everybody's winning. We love everyone. Everybody plays good football. Yep, that's what it is. I I agree with you. And you know your power rankings are a hot topic online. Uh, what is that like? Every it's fun though. Tuesday it's afternoon yeah. when you post them. Yep. It, but it is. It's so hard, and you're not going to make everybody happy. And also, like, you have to look at the way a team's playing. Yeah, I think. And, and that's how. I, and that's what I factor in is how the team played. Last week, this week, and what does their the remaining schedule look like the next couple? Yeah, weeks? I mean they start playing better. Guess what? Because I don't want to do like a win record on like okay this team won they go here this team lost they like they go down. Just look at the standings if that's you know what I mean like divisional standings if that's what you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if that's what you like, look at the standings. Or if you're not gonna like take somebody else's opinion. Maybe just don't read other people's. But opinion. it is freaking hilarious. Like I don't really take offense to it. <laughs> I, I love, did like one of my first ones. I was like, man, like why does everyone mm-hmm. hate me? I'm such a nice guy. <laughs> it's like internet. Stop. Internet's brutal. But now it's just hilarious. I yeah. I've tried to warn people before that, like, start in on Twitter, and I'm like, hey, you got pretty thick skin to be on this app. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no other app like it. And the maybe same- like Instagram if you're a female. 
and there's some people that are like they'll hide behind a burner account and mm-hmm. there's other people they don't give a fuck <laughs> i'm never gonna see you i'm buried in new york city uh-huh. he gonna find me yep it's yeah. like wasn't it a couple of years ago that there were two guys in like la they were talking shit to one another i uh, i don't remember how it went did they the meet dude up was like and- meet me meet me right here this location and the dude's like he didn't show up <laughs> yeah like, and then hey. he's gonna be like dude it's not that serious man it's just social media i've been mad online before i've had yeah. people come at me and i've i've said this is my address this is where i'll be at and that <laughs> is you a, really that is a dumb move to do <laughs> yes it is yep, i have especially with your ass getting shit in the mail <laughs> yeah. yeah someone's gonna literally send you elephant shit mm-hmm. <laughs> or worse but I, I mean i've also Went to the DMs before and been like, this is my address. This is where I stay. This is where I'm at. Come talk about it. Damn. Nobody has ever showed up, thankfully. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what I would do. And this dude heard people in his backyard a couple like a couple weeks ago. Like, <laughs> right? God, fucking Twitter, man. <laughs> and if somebody were to actually come to my door and like knock on it, I'm going to be nice when I open the door. Hey, like, man, what's up? Hello, how's pie? it going? <laughs> yeah. what, are you, what are you selling? Girl Scout cookies? Nope. Punched in the face. How about that one, bitch? What was that for? You know why. <laughs> As they run away, they scream their Twitter at. <laughs> ah, fuck you, man. Got my ass. <laughs> I did not expect you to really show up. How did you make that eight-hour drive in six hours? Yeah. Why do you smell like shit and look like you're wearing a diaper? Yeah, but people get mad on lights. <laughs> uh, do you remember that other story of the girl who caught her husband cheating and drove across like the country nonstop wearing a diaper so she didn't have to stop to pee or poop? Why did she drive across the country? He... We should really do, like, more prep on, like, hey, what's the <laughs> random shit we're going to get into? Well, today? I mean, how do you – did you hear the story about the girl who drove across the country in a diaper because she caught her husband cheating? Did she just fucking run away? I don't, I'm I don't so remember. pissed. I'm not I'm not stopping. No, I, she ran to confront him. So he was, like, in Florida or something, and she was in Texas. I think one of them was an astronaut, by the way. This sounds like a drunk episode, and it's not. <laughs> yeah, but it's then 10 she was like, no, fuck this guy. I'm going to confront him. So she throws on a diaper. She heads across. Did she when she confronted him? Was she still in the diaper? I think so, but I don't really remember. You're gonna have to find this story now. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll find it. And I'm gonna post that it on Twitter. Is the most <laughs> absurd story I've ever heard in my life, and yeah. I've heard some stories. It's one of those great little uh, headlines. It's like, all right, I'm clicking that. I have <laughs> California to see. woman drives across country in diaper. Yeah, to find Florida yeah. man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I, back to football. I'm taking the Seahawks in this one. I have a hard time betting against Russell Wilson. He's yeah. not a guy that I like. really like. I think he's one of the most corny people I've ever seen Mr. on television. But he's so damn good at football that I, I have a hard time betting against him, especially at home. In primetime. So I am taking the Seahawks for that reason. And I'm actually going to take the Rams just due to the fact that that's wrong. Not that they got embarrassed last week, but it was a tough loss. I mean, you lose to Arizona, and it's just kind of one of those deals where you got beat by 17 against a division opponent. You don't want to drop back-to-back games. So especially when you started off so strong. And if they do, if they come out and they look very bad tonight for the Seahawks, probably going to have to drop them down. Yep. I'm a little worried about them. If they come out tonight and shit the bed, it will be like, okay, maybe the Seahawks are not good this year. This is the time for Matthew Stafford to show, like, yep, I'm the difference maker on this team moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to be a reason why we're struggling. And I know that the Cardinals are leading this division, but I still kind of feel like it's the Seahawks division. Really? So I've always been predicting the Rams. I like, I like well, the I Seahawks. I think the Rams can, but I think that historically it's always been the Seahawks. So, like, to yeah. be the top dog, you kind of have to knock them off yep. before you can really even claim it. That's fair. Yeah, um, but we also had baseball last night. Good a game. great game. 
boring as hell, <laughs> but a very good game. And I don't know what happened. I got like lost in a wormhole somewhere. I fell asleep around ten fifteen or ten thirty. Mm-hmm. I woke up when they walked off the home run, and I feel like eleven thirty. How did this game last so damn long? It did feel like it lasted a bit, but I think if I remember correctly, I was doing a little drinking last night. I'll be honest, but <laughs> it was kind of one of those deals where like there were there wasn't a lot of pitching changes, but there was so much like moving around in between innings, and everyone's getting warmed up and ready to go that it just kind of took that little bit of extra time. But also the at bats. I mean, they were long at bats, yeah, just battling. Like you would be up, you know. No balls, two strikes, and all of a sudden it's like 3-2. It's like, well, shit. Like, okay. And then it's just battle, battle, battle. My favorite one is when you get like a 2-2 count, and then they're like, this is the 14th pitch of this at bat. Yeah. Like, God, he's fouling off everything. <laughs> and that was kind of the thing with the Cardinals is they had so many opportunities to put the ball in play. But you could tell like Bader, um, O'Neal, all those guys were just wanting to crank the shit out of the ball and just be the hero <clears throat> in, like, the eighth or ninth inning. I mean, even Goldschmidt, too, is just part of that. Arnado, And it's just like, hey, just put the ball in play and make something happen. I mean, that's so to much be the of hero. baseball now, though. Is and it is. And, I mean, homers. like I said, like, Arnado, I think there were three pitches in a row that were just right down the middle of the fucking plate. And he's just – everything's just all out. And it was a beautiful swing. Just missed it. It was foul tip. And then there was one he just didn't even swing at. And it was, me and the buddy that I was watching with were just like, holy shit, that's the one pitch he doesn't swing at. He's not getting that again. Literally next pitch, same spot, fouls it off. So the Cardinals had an opportunity in this game. Dodgers just came up at the end. Walk-off home run, you love to see it, especially in that atmosphere in L.A. Now they're moving on. Yep, I feel bad for you know some of our guys are Cardinals fans. We just had Rob here's on. The, here's the thing with the Cardinals fans. Don't be pissed off about this. All right, you were in this game the entire like you were leading the game. They tied it in the middle of it, and then you were able to stay one-one all the way to the bottom of the ninth. Okay, you had a pitcher in there who had never pitched in the postseason. You weren't even supposed to fucking be here. Let's start there. In June or July, you thought this season was over. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, we're just like the Royals right now. Okay, we're just yeah, records are pretty similar. They were. I mean, that was something we talked about on radio. It was like, okay, hey, Cardinal season's just over. Let's move on. Then you went 17 straight in September. You get the wild card, and then you're in the game. Just be happy you were and you there. You ran into a juggernaut that shouldn't have been the a team wild that's paying person. 275 million dollars and the betting favorite for the World Series. I don't yes. think we talked about that, but they are the betting odds favorite to win the World Series, even as a wild card team. Yep. Which and is the, and I bananas. feel like if the Cardinals would have won, they probably would have made a decent run. Yeah, I think they could have, too. But, but, hey, Dodgers take care of business at I home. I guess we'll never know. And then tonight. Oh, I thought you were going to break. I was about to no. stop the recording. And then tonight we also have more baseball. Yes, sir. This afternoon they slid in the Rays and Astros on us. I even said it the other night. I was rooting for the Yankees to win. I don't like the Red Sox. The Red Sox win that game. Now they will face the Rays tonight. I'm going for the Rays. I like them. We talked a lot about them the other day when we kind of did our – our playoff preview. I'm rooting for them. I want to see them win. And then we also have White Sox Astros this afternoon. I have a hard time rooting for either one of those teams. Oh, it's easy for me with the White Sox. Yeah. I'm going for the Sox in both of these series, White Sox and Red Sox. Yeah, I just I can't root for the Astros. I'm sorry. No, I know I don't there are a you. lot of very passionate Astros fans. I get it. I'm also just pissed that they – Got caught cheating, nothing happened, and they're still just pretty good without cheating. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what was the fucking point of it? I, I was rooting for their players to become really bad. Yeah. Like Altuve, I wanted him to hit like 220. 
Yep. He's still pretty good. Which goes to show, like, they are, they're good players. It's kind of like Barry Bonds. Like, he cheated. He was already really good. Yeah. The Astros cheated. They were already really good. Just maybe wouldn't have won a World Series if they hadn't <laughs> cheated. Yeah. But they are really good. But I just, it's not in me. I, I can't root for them. You can go ahead and go, but we're recording. I'll go ahead and uh, All right, that's enough shenanigans for me. Uh, Let's get to our sponsors, Gunspot and Gunspot.com. Go visit them for all your gun and ammo needs. Those no-reserve auctions are no joke. Uh, Hop on there. You can find some really cool guns, collectible, or, you know, maybe you just want to go out, shoot something fun. You can find them at a super cheap cost. And uh, from wherever you are, it's not like a local thing. I know we have a lot of great local sponsors. They are national. They are used to shipping this stuff. So go... To gunspot.com, create yourself an account. And if you have any questions, you can get in touch with them, get in touch with us, and we'll get it figured out. But go visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. Yep, and if you want to look cool while you're shooting your gun or you just need to look cool for a nice little date with the lady, hey, minersmonroe.com, we got you covered. Use code MIKEDUP10 for 10% off. If you're local to the area, you can visit them in Pittsburgh, Kansas. They have a local shop. It's very nice. Or if you're not, don't even worry about it. Like I said, minersmonroe.com, and they have more than just clothes. All right, they have all kind of stuff: apothecary goods. They got beard uh, stuff, you know, ba- balm. tattoo balm, all stuff like that. It's just, it's awesome. Just go visit the website, check it out. And I know it's going to be hard for you to look at it and be like, oh, man, that wouldn't be cool to have. Yeah, definitely go check those guys out. We're going to get into some college football picks and just kind of previews. Uh, just talking about these games. So many good games this weekend. Uh, Maybe I'm just really biased, but I do think the biggest game of the weekend is the Texas and Oklahoma game, the Red River shootout, yep. showdown, rivalry. We just call it rivalry. Shoot, I like the shootout, actually. That's what it used to be, right? That's, originally, it was the shootout, yeah. and then we got so politically correct on everything. We're like, oh, we can't call it that. You can't shoot. Yeah, whatever. Like, come on. Shut get over up. Um, yeah. Red River week, though. Yes, sir. Very excited about this game. As usual, but I will be honest with you, as a Texas fan, usually I'm excited about it, but it's like cautious excitement to where I know there's a very good chance Texas gets the shit kicked out of them. I mean, I don't feel that way. I've been running into some Oklahoma fans this week, and they've been flipping me off, saying like, oh, man, we're we're not even worried about it. And I was like, you should be. And they're like, oh, Casey Thompson, that's the guy to look out for. And I was like, you're talking about the wrong motherfucker. <laughs> Bijan Robinson. Yeah. He's going to destroy you on the ground. And I that defense carries. for Oklahoma has not looked good at all. You've been in every game you've played. West Virginia, Nebraska, who they played last week that was close as well. Doesn't, K-State. K-State it was, exactly. Now you're playing Texas, who is on a great run. Casey Thompson has looked good. Melo mentioned it earlier in the week that he struggled kind of against TCU. Guess who didn't? Bijan Robinson. That's who we're leaning on anyways. And this defense for Texas has been playing pretty good too been able to create turnovers that get to the quarterback you love to see it and that's what's going to happen here against Oklahoma I think they just completely rattle Spencer Rattler really and they win this game yeah I I am also going to pick Texas to win this game <laughs> oh really <laughs> Oklahoma is the three-point favorite I think it is going to be close but I I am looking at that Oklahoma defensive line they are very good I know the the defense has given up a lot of points uh, to like K-State they gave up 31 at right there with Nebraska. I think the big thing with the defense, maybe just Oklahoma, is the offense hasn't really lived up to the hype. Yeah. Which has been surprising so far. But it's like the weakness of one team plays into the strength of the other. 
Like the Texas offensive line, not very good. The Oklahoma defensive line, very good. The Texas secondary, bad. Oklahoma receivers, good. So it's going to be a very fun, interesting game. And it always is with Texas and Oklahoma. Sometimes it is a blowout, but I do feel it's been pretty competitive these last couple years. And I do think this is one of the better Texas teams to play an Oklahoma team that has been struggling. Mm -hmm. Now I know I'm looking at it. They're ranked number six. They're undefeated. But I don't know that they've really played that well. I mean, they, they started the they're season. They're not a top 10 team. They started mind. the season number two. Yeah. They haven't lost a single game, and they've already dropped down to number six. I think that tells you a lot about the way they've played. And for Texas, they played like shit against Arkansas. Other than that, I think they've been pretty impressive. They're going to put up a lot of points. <laughs> put up, what, 70 points a couple weeks ago? 70 against Texas Tech. Yeah. 32 against TCU. Uh, that TCU game was a little bit closer than I thought it should have been. But I do think the difference maker here is going to be Bijan Robinson. Can you stop the running game of Bijan? And you know, Bijan gets a lot of credit, and he should. But Roshan Johnson is another really good running back for Texas. Yeah, they will pull Bijan out because he gets tired because they just keep feeding him. Also love that. And when Roshan Johnson comes in, the offense doesn't really it doesn't stop. He's uh-huh. still very good. He's dangerous out of the backfield. He's had some explosive plays himself this year. I absolutely love when they go with the wildcat package and put both of them in the backfield. Roshan was a quarterback. I don't know if you remember that, mm-hmm. but came to Texas as a quarterback recruit. They had so many injuries at running back last year that they pretty much just said, hey, go go play running back for us, please. Yeah. And, sorry, that was two years ago. Yeah. And he looked so good that he stayed at that position. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing what B. John Robinson can do. And also Spencer Rattler. I think this is a huge Heisman game for both of these guys. And we're going to talk about some of those Heisman rankings Later, but I mean, for both of them, you have to have a big game. If, you know, Bijan comes out and doesn't have a good game, I think he's pretty much out of the Heisman running. If Rattler comes out, doesn't have a good game, throws a couple interceptions, he's out of the Heisman. I'm too. fully expecting him to do that. Like, I'm, I don't want to sound like a cocky Texas fan, but that's exactly how I'm going to come off. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about Oklahoma this year. <laughs> like, they just, they look <laughs> really? so, like, they've just looked awful, dude. They do not look like a top 10 team. Rattler has not lived up to the expectations at all. They've not had very many explosive plays offensively this year in terms of, like, someone else being wide open. Like, a couple years ago with CeeDee Lamb and Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray scrambles for, like, a 60-yard touchdown. Boom, you got to worry about this guy. CeeDee Lamb catches the ball on, like, uh, a comeback route. Six defenders around him. Well, last all year, last and it's year just, this game, it was when Spencer Rattler got benched. Mm-hmm, exactly. And, and a lot of people wanted to be like, oh, he was hurt, he was injured. We Bullshit. Yeah. We, we, know, we know why he got benched. And there is, I'm trying to get it going still, yep. the chance for Caleb Williams. We want Caleb. Both sides. We unite. Orange and whatever that shitty red is. Crimson. Sure. What what, or, they don't call it maroon, do they? Crimson I red? I just call it shitty red. Shitty red? It's crimson and cream. They're official like colors. Oh, you didn't have to be official. You were doing something good there. Yeah, but shitty red and burnt orange. We come <laughs> together and we chant, we want Caleb. Which could come back to really bite Texas fans in the butt. Because if this kid does come in and he's very good, then whoops, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I I think that that's just a, a strategy I'm trying to get going like I did with Jump Around last week. Yep. This week, we want Caleb down in the Cotton Bowl, you know, which is a does shitty happen, stadium. You're going to have to just put in tradition ruiner. Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't even know. Like, what would you call that? I, I'm Nightmare? a homewrecker. Homewrecker, damn it. Mm-hmm. 
But you're not, though, because you're a good guy. Except for this one time. What? No, I'm just kidding. Just say, God damn it, Mel. <laughs> we just talked about this yesterday. <laughs> no, but I, I'm taking Texas in this one. This is one of my least favorite games to bet on or pick. Because I do know, much like yourself, my heart lies in Texas. All my exes live in Texas, yep. even. And I know I'm a, I am come across a little bit, bit biased. Come by it honestly. I'm sorry. But <laughs> I, I do think Oklahoma is still good. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think both teams find a way to score a lot of points in this one. And I'm taking the over in it as well. But I'm very excited to see this one every year. But I am just such a nervous wreck anytime I watch this well, because I feel like every year there's one of those explosive plays, from whether it is Oklahoma or it is Texas, you know, going back to when I was younger, watching Jordan Shibley return the punt return yep. for a touchdown. I was like, that's an exciting moment. Mm-hmm. Rubbed that in my mom's face. I tried Oklahoma to. sucks. Your mom is an Oklahoma fan. Dude, I don't know if you've so ever mentioned tough. that. <laughs> yeah. Have, I have, haven't I? Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Well, you, you talk about it sometimes. I don't know if you've ever outright just said. Yeah, my mom is a huge Oklahoma House fan. divided. We almost had the flag. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want I didn't hang it up because I was just like I'm not fucking hanging Oklahoma up in this house that's always been my thing with those two yeah you really gotta love that person to be like yeah I'll, I'll hang up half of this that flag that's my mom and I said no <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, they're not just the good Red River game this week though also Arkansas at Ole Miss Ole Miss is a five and a half point favorite in this one I don't know if it's just the fact that Arkansas beat Texas so badly that I'm thinking they're a good team <laughs> But I'm also taking Arkansas in this one. And I just I feel like Lane Kiffin in this Ole Miss offense, it come prove to me that you're good. Yeah. I, I know I've heard about it and how you're such a great offensive mind and all this. Come do it against a good team, against a good defense. Not just, you know, somebody that's ranked highly, which I think tends to be the case a lot of times, is that Ole Miss will put points on somebody and we talk about how great they are. Like, I'm sorry, you put 61 on two lane. Congratulations. You know, you you put 43 on Louisville. Okay. Let's do it against a good SEC yep. opponent. And I do think that that is Arkansas. And Arkansas has struggled on offense, but defensively, they are pretty good. Absolutely. And, I mean, like I said, uh, I believe it was last week or earlier this week, they lost that game against George in, like, the first five minutes. Like, yeah. that first offensive series. They just they shot, them, they shot both feet, and it was like, we can't walk anymore. And Georgia just ate them up. It, that's just how quickly Georgia took over that game, and Arkansas just couldn't overcome anything. They couldn't get, <clears throat> excuse me, they couldn't get any momentum flowing whatsoever. And the thing that I like about this match between Arkansas and Ole Miss, these seem like the two teams in the SEC that really caught us by surprise this year. Yep. And so for them to have this matchup here, they're both ranked. I think it's going to be a very good game. I'm actually going with Arkansas as well. Like you said, it's going to be a beautiful 86 degree day in Oxford, Mississippi. Whew, Rolling with the Razorbacks, though. Yeah. I, I am as well, like I said. And I think a matchup to watch in this one, Matt Corral, uh, another guy that we'll talk about for a Heisman guy, QB1 type guy. We talked about him yesterday. This Arkansas secondary is very good, though. Their linebackers are really good. Safety play is great. Corners And they make freaking plays. hit hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm wondering, this is kind of my prediction on this one. I think Matt Corral comes into this game very confident. Like, this is my bounce-back game after Alabama. Yep. He's fallen in the Heisman rankings. They take their first loss. I don't know that Lane Kiffin is going to get this team back on track to be like, all right, we need to rebound. We're still in this thing. Let's get it going. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we see Matt Corral throw a couple interceptions in this one. And I think on the other side of the field, Sam Pittman 
is going to have his guys ready for it. Yeah. Like, he's going to rebound. Last week, 37 mm-hmm. to 0. Whew. Yeah, but I think that they'll be ready for Ole Miss. Maybe, I mean, who knows? I've been very wrong before. Maybe I'll be very wrong here, but I am going with the Razorbacks and this one. And then, you know, another team that we just talked about too, Georgia. Number two, Georgia at Auburn this weekend. Georgia has looked so good so far in SEC play. And, I mean, even against Clemson. This defense, I've talked about it even myself, as being historically good. And that's where I'm going to break out the whole not-so-fast. Auburn just has a way of playing close in these games. Like, the games that they shouldn't, the games they should get their ass handed to them, they'll keep it within 10. That's what I think happens this weekend. I don't think there's any way they win. But the point spread on this one is massive at 15, 15 and a half points. I think, I think Georgia controls the clock. I think they win by like 13, 14 points. But that's a cover for Auburn. And yeah. that's what I think happens. I think that Bo Nix, don't like him, but he's going to make enough plays to Boy. where they can score points. Maybe, I mean, 14 points. I would not be surprised at all if the score to this game is 28-14, to 14, which it would be an Auburn cover. Tank Bigsby, very good. The other running back they have there, Hunter and Auburn. I think they can do enough to keep this game close. So I think Georgia controls it the entire game, but Auburn finds a way to keep it close. And with Bo Nix, like you mentioned, making plays, that one that he had last week against LSU was incredible. I don't like the player. I've heard some bad reports about him off the field. That was a phenomenal play. Oh, shit. I didn't hear anything off the field, but. Yeah, he's he's maybe not the nicest guy. Well, he's always been (laughs) deemed the guy, I'm sure, since being a kid. Yeah, I don't know if uh, you know this or maybe our listeners don't. His dad played at Auburn. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Was yeah. he a quarterback too? Yeah, so you know, people a lot of people like to talk about yeah. that one. Was his dad good? I actually don't remember. Oh. I didn't realize this until this week though. Casey Thompson, going back to that game, his, his dad was an OU quarterback. Oh yeah. How in the fuck do you let your kid go to Texas? <laughs> no, I have no idea. Someone told me that Bro. the other day. And uh I didn't realize his dad was a quarterback though. I thought he said mm-hmm. his dad was a defensive player. Yeah, he was like an option quarterback there. Oh shit. I am all about like letting your kids have the freedom to go where they want, do what they want. My daughters are seven and about to be nine. Seven and nine. They don't even like to drive through the state of Oklahoma. No, you guys go to Maybe Texas. Maybe I'm a bad parent. <laughs> I think that's great. I think you've I done a phenomenal job. Imagine them going to OU. And even this weekend or this week, uh, Casey Thompson's dad was like, "I never imagined." Uh, I'd be cheering on the Longhorns in this rivalry. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. My daughters tried to watch a gymnastics movie on Netflix like a month ago. And I was like, what school are they at? And we all kind of realized that at the same time, this movie takes place at the University of Oklahoma. We turned it off. (laughs) Maybe I'm insane. But it wasn't even like my, I didn't press the power button. Yeah. One of them did. So, so you maybe I'm a shitty you. dad, or maybe I'm just doing a really good job. I wonder if this is a situation similar to kind of Baker Mayfield, where, hey, uh, for Casey Thompson's dad, where it was like, maybe I'm a Texas fan, and they never offered me, so I mm-hmm. went to Oklahoma, but my son's kind of living out my dream of getting to play for Texas, go along with Or even, you know, with Casey Thompson, maybe he wanted to go to Oklahoma, and they never offered him, so he's yeah. like, you know what, screw you, going to Texas. I don't actually know the story behind his recruiting. I just can't imagine... The, even if, like, my daughters wanted to go to the University of Texas, like, say they are great athletes, they're not, and they get, like, some scholarships. If Texas didn't offer them, they'd be like, 
all right, go to Mizzou. <laughs> go to Arkansas. <laughs> it's whatever. If Oklahoma was the only school that offered, we'd be like, sorry, your uh, sports career is over. Yeah. I <laughs> Honestly, like, that's what I would have done back in my day. I know you would have. Like, like, if the only schools, like, oh, man, like, you're a really good prospect. Here's an offer from Oklahoma. Here's one from Texas A&M. Here's one from Texas Tech. Guess I'll go to Fort Scott Community College. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not going. Again, maybe I'm a piece of shit from the way I parent. I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job at it. I'd say you're doing a good job. But who knows? But anyway. I mean, that's uh, what every that's what every other parent's doing for their fan base, though. Like, Alabama, you're not going to Auburn. Yeah. I don't know. Would they, they let them go to Georgia? Like, I, I mean, if you're Alabama, maybe it's like, pff, who cares? We yeah. own him anyway. You're going to make that mistake. We're not even worried about it. And, you know, Emmett Smith's son was a big-time recruit a couple of years ago. And I remember him sitting at the desk with his son, and he's got, like, the Florida hat where Emmett Smith went, the Stanford hat. And eventually his son picked Stanford. And Emmett Smith, I think he did a phenomenal job. And he was like, EJ gets to choose his own path. He gets to go there. That's a great answer. Because his son didn't pick to go to Georgia <laughs> or like Tennessee where it's a rival. Yeah. You know, if my kid was like, yep, I'm going to Stanford, I'm like, hell yeah, you are. Get that education, girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're not going to OU. Mm-mm. Or at least I'm not coming to visit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. See you in four I ain't years. I'm going there. <laughs> see you in four years. Hope you got scholarships. I'm not helping you pay for uh, it either. <laughs> Again, I could be crazy. But Georgia, Georgia versus Auburn. I am going to pick Auburn to cover the spread, but I do think Georgia wins this game pretty easily. Yeah, I'm actually going to take Georgia to cover the spread because we've talked about their defense against Arkansas and Bo Nix, you know, making plays and scrambling. Sometimes that works out for them. Other times it usually doesn't. So I'm thinking this defense for Georgia, who is very experienced, they're all upperclassmen, and, man, these guys can ball out. I think they get a couple picks, interceptions off of – Bo Nix picks interception, same word, but you get my point here. They're going to cause havoc. They're going to put him in tough situations, and that yep. just means more possession for that offense to score, no matter yeah. who the quarterback is. The Georgia is this defensive week. line is phenomenal. They're at every level. I mean, even the running yep. backs on the offense, you know, like they just, yeah, what did we got say? Like there was four like good ones. Four guys that rushed for over 50 yards last week, just insane. Yeah. The game that should be like the game of the week is like being so underplayed. Number four, Penn State at number three, Iowa. It's a top five matchup, and this game's on at just 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, why don't you flex that <laughs> to Fox. a night game? Uh, it's probably something to do with, like, the big noon kick. It's not even the big noon kickoff, though, so I don't I don't know. I think also people know, yes, this is a top five matchup, but it's going to be boring. There oh, will really? be more punts than touchdowns. Yeah. There might be more punts than points. In fact, the spread's <laughs> one and a half for Iowa. Yeah. Looking one at and ESPN right Iowa. now, if that's what you wrote down initially, yep. Mm-hmm. And I just I do think that it's going to be your traditional Big Ten, close, boring game. And I, like no offense to the Penn State or Iowa fans, that's just kind of your brand of football. Yeah, and it's clearly working for you. You're both at five and zero, so you can be happy with that. I don't think the quarterbacks are very good for either team. Uh, they have some playmakers on each side. Goodson, the running back at Iowa. Very good, son. And also, <laughs> Dotson, the receiver at Penn State, find a way to get the ball in his hands. He's pretty good, but the quarterbacks have just been meh. And the defenses have been outstanding. Penn State is allowing 12 points a game. Iowa is allowing 11.6 points a game. I think that this is like a... Is that where the draft prospects are in this game, on the defensive side of the ball yeah. for both teams? Yeah, Dotson's really good. 
too, and Goodson. Those are like the two skill position players that you watch. Like these quarterbacks are not going to be playing in the NFL. But on the defensive side. So the running side, back for Iowa, the receiver for Penn State, and then the mm-hmm. defense is perfect. The Penn State linebackers are amazing. There are a couple of them. Iowa has a really good linebacker. Yeah, I think it's Jack Campbell. They also have, like last week, they intercepted the younger Tonga Vailoa mm-hmm. six times. Six interceptions. I feel in like one people game. talked about it, then that was it. Yeah, he was, like, he was starting to get some hype as like, a, oh, maybe he is a prospect. I mean, Maryland as a whole was like, oh, my God, look at these guys. Yep, and then uh, Iowa completely stopped him. So I do think this is going to be a game. I would not be surprised at all if it were like 14-17, Iowa wins, which is technically a cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to watch this game, but as you mentioned earlier, we are also doing a little mini bachelor party. And – However that first game goes, Texas-Oklahoma will highly affect my whole demeanor. Well, that and how much this game gets watched. (laughs) Right. Like, if Texas loses, it's going to be like – I shouldn't say complaining, but there's going to be like breaking down everything that went wrong in the game during the Iowa-Penn State game. And also, it's kind of at the same time as the Georgia-Auburn game. Yep. Luckily, we'll be be in a good spot where we can see every game. There'll be – one of the TVs will be on with sound – um, so that'll be nice. It's going to be fun. Again, if you want to buy our guy, Maddie Mills, some drinks, I think that's his nickname now is Maddie Mills. He can run from it as much as he wants to, but it, that's Same it. with me with Big Country. Like, yeah. I just, it's, it's, Eventually it's you have to just lean into it. You know, I didn't like Mellow to begin with either, though. Uh, Which I, is kind of surprising because it's such a good nickname. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just I was like, no, nah, you know, I don't really want to be called that. And I had so many nicknames growing up that I was like, nope, don't call me that. Also hated my name. <laughs> I hated my name. I don't know if other people ever experienced this. I hated being called Marshall. You know, to and me, that, that's honestly why they like. I feel like my family kept trying like new nicknames. Like, can we call you this? And I'm like, nope, that's stupid. <laughs> nope, that's stupid. And then finally, I was like, fine, Mellow's fine. That's the story. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met another Marshall. Now that I think about it. it, what's weird is there's there are not many of us. It's like me and Eminem. That's it. And Marshall Falk. Yeah, there's three of us. Damn. Uh, but oddly enough, there's actually a guy who lives like 20 minutes away from us. His name is Marshall Miller. There's two of us in this area. Damn. This is not a well-populated area. <laughs> say, so people, people in New can... York like, yeah, no shit. There's is, two of you. <laughs> is this a good guy? Uh, he must. And there for years, I would get Facebook requests from people who are about 10 years older than me. Uh-huh. And it's like, I-, I don't know you. Like, how are you sending me this? Did you accept it, though? Had the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some of them, I'd even, like, two of them I'd add, and they'd be like, oh, sorry, I thought you were someone else. Yep. Happens more than you would know, <laughs> actually. So it was weird, but that's that's the nickname that's thing. That's pretty cool. I don't know how we got I don't know either. But next up, LSU traveling to Kentucky, where they've looked good this year. Ranked 16th, and they're favored by three and a half. Derek Stanley Jr. is out with foot surgery, so his career at LSU is over with. Yeah, it's looking like it's done. I mean, I don't know what he has to come back for now. Nah. LSU's already lost two games this year. And he was already kind of having one of those years where it's like, okay, he's just playing to not get hurt so he can go to the NFL. I feel like we were all kind of on yep. board with that being his mindset and the way he was playing. I mean, that's, LSU's I mean, really not playing for a lot right that's now. That's kind either. of an LSU thing. It has been. For like the last five years or so with all their defensive stuff. Yeah, I mean, kind. they'll have a great defensive player come through. They'll ball out freshman, sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And then junior year, they kind of either disappear or just don't want to play. Oh, there's another freshman to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. I'll take it easy over here. Well, I'll tell you, they have a good corner to replace him in Eli Ricks. Really good freshman year. <laughs> Having a solid sophomore year. 
I don't know what we're going to see repeat. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to see out of him next year. But LSU sitting at three and two, Kentucky at a a very weird five and zero. Oh. Like that's great. You're five and zero. Oh, you just beat Florida. Other than that, you really haven't played anybody good. And they beat Florida last week, so I think that was the first time we were like, okay, we might pay a little bit of attention to yep, them. But I, I think Florida just had their like game of the year against Alabama the week they, before. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, fuck Kentucky, we just lost a close one. It's almost like the reverse trap game. Like you played so well against Alabama, then the next week you're like, don't have to worry about Kentucky, we almost beat Alabama. Yeah. And then, boom, you lose. It's crazy how that happens, but like that's the beauty of football. I mean, that's why I think it's going to happen NFL. with Ole Miss. Man, yep. had all of our hopes up for Alabama. We lost that season's kind of over, that's, and that's why I agree with you on Whoops. Arkansas too. Is like, man, we just got embarrassed on national television at Georgia. Yep. Let's go, let's go get some redemption. But huh. here against LSU, Kentucky, I'm taking Kentucky. I am too. Three and a half point favorite. It's very weird to sit here and say that I'm taking Kentucky over to LSU. win this game over LSU. Even if it were at LSU, I still might take Kentucky. I just I wow. don't like the way that they've looked. They would fire Coach O after the game. I was actually talking to a guy about that this morning about like what would happen if they lose to Kentucky, and I it would get very bad very quickly. You'd be three and three, one mm-hmm. and two in conference, not good. Bob. And losing to Kentucky in football is not something you should be doing if you're LSU. No offense to any Kentucky listeners, but LSU is a top program. They should not be losing to. Are there a lot of Kentucky football fans? Like basketball, I get, but like I wonder if it's wise? I wonder if it's like KU that we see around here. Like nobody really pays attention until they're good. Yeah, I no offense, so. I've done it, <laughs> done it many a times. I'm a Royals fan. I will stop watching usually around June. <laughs> <laughs> Two months into the year, yeah. we done <laughs> unless they're good, and then it's like, all right, let's keep this thing rolling. But I, I think that with Kentucky, there are a lot of basketball fans who are like, oh, yeah, we have a football team. And now that they're 5-0 and and ranked, they're like, hell, yeah, let's show up to the stadium, which is great. Again, no shame. I've been known to do it myself yep. from time to time. I mean, fuck, you're ranked 16th in the nation? Mm-hmm. Let's get excited. Missouri State's ranked that, too. Now, granted, they're <laughs> two below, but I'm fucking hyped for it, dude. Right, yeah, as is all of Missouri All State 10, alumni. thousand people. <laughs> hey, but Kentucky did beat Florida, so you do have to kind of say hats off to them. That's a good football team. They did almost beat Alabama. Um, so I am taking Kentucky in this one. Just such a far fall for LSU so quickly. You're not even upset about it. I'm not because they're going to rebound very quickly as well. I, do, I, I don't think Coach O lasts the season. Well... All of this year? I think he'll last all of this year. I think he's done after the season. And that's something that sounded probably crazy the beginning of the season. But I've been saying it for a minute now. Pat myself on the back on this one. I do think that if Coach O loses this game, that hot seat is going to be scorching hot. And that the rumors are going to start surfacing. I've already seen national media guys talking about Urban Meyer to LSU. What? Urban Meyer has a job still. But at LSU, they're not exactly known for hiring people of high moral standing. Coach O being one of them, as of recent Now, I think that would be an absolute nightmare, just a PR nightmare to be like, yep, we hired this guy who just cheated on his wife. Man, it would be, but it's like, you bring us a national championship, (laughs) bygones be bygones. Yeah, and it just, it feels like a fit for him. Florida, Ohio State, LSU, LSU. But even if it's not Urban Meyer, 
Do they, they, they can get anyone they want. Yeah. Do you think he would pick LSU over USC if yeah, given I, the opportunity? I would. I think we were talking about that. I don't even think it's close to being. When he was at Utah, they were already in the Pac-12, right? No. No, they so, were, I, mean, I think, Mountain West. Shit, he's gone Mountain West. He's gone SEC, Big Ten. Do you go to the Pac-12 and try and run that now, too? I, th- I think he could. Like, is that a possible mindset? I, of also, like, I don't know if you saw this else. one, but uh, somebody tweeted yesterday that they did, like, a blind survey. And 85% of Power 5 athletic directors said they would not hire him. Which is really safe to say right now. Yeah. <laughs> Until you fire your head coach and you're like, God, Urban is so good at coaching college football. It's been an NFL just train wreck. Publicly, it's been terrible. Did you see how the uh, the team, the Jaguars, broke down their <laughs> huddle <did>. yesterday? <laughs> yeah, they Grind go, on two. One, two, grind. And then, like, doing it on grind, like, okay, like, maybe they meant to, maybe they didn't. So I watched it. I'm listening to it. And then every player and coach that walks away from that huddle smiling their ass off. Yep. They knew exactly what they're doing. Was I can't he imagine, in the huddle? I was going to say, I can't imagine doing this. Like, with your head coach around. He doesn't strike me as the, like, yeah, we're okay to joke about this guy. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I cheated on my wife. Don't joke about it. It's like, sorry, man, you get right? grind on like, in the Like, if you club. catch me grinding up on somebody in an Applebee's and then you want to do a breakdown of one-two grind on the podcast, I'm going to laugh about it. <laughs> Fucking Applebee's. <laughs> hey, hey dollar, dollar margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> differently. They, they start spinning some beats up there. You never know what's going to happen. Oh, it's your man. neighborhood Applebee's. They're open late. <laughs> Let's get into this next game. <laughs> next game, uh, speaking of things just falling apart, Michigan at Nebraska. I saw this game early on in the season doing a lot of my preview stuff and thought, that game's going to suck. <laughs> now, Michigan has found a way to kind of fight and be good, I guess. They're number nine in the country. And Nebraska really shit the bed early. They lost to Illinois. <laughs> They've recovered pretty nicely, though. Honestly, and it's weird because they haven't won these games, but you played Oklahoma well. You played Michigan State well. You killed Northwestern 56 to 7. I'm actually picking Nebraska to win this game. What? This feels like the traditional Jim Harbaugh letdown game. Because isn't it like every year we start to talk about Michigan and they're not any good. They're not any good. Yeah. They win four or five games. You're like, oh, shit, maybe he got it turned around. And then, boom, they lose to a team that they should beat. I, don't, I feel different about Michigan this year. I think this is the year they beat Ohio State. That's a bold statement. It very much is. <laughs> but and I don't I mean at- to be, like, super hot takey. I just feel like Michigan has finally kind of got things figured out. Like, they finally have a quarterback that can take care of the ball and push it down the field. Now, granted, they hired a lot been, of new coaches. Exactly. He doesn't have a ton of stats, but that's fine because Michigan doesn't need that right now. They just need someone who can take care of the ball and make accurate throws when needed, and that's what this kid does. Yeah. And even last week when they were dogging Wisconsin, that freshman quarterback comes in, throws a dime along the sidelines. It's like, okay, now you have the replacement of this kid, mm-hmm. and it's something to be excited about moving forward. Like, yeah, I, I kind of like where Michigan's going. Yeah. yeah. I know that we kind of looked at the offensive side of the ball and – they don't have the stars that we're maybe used to. They do on defense, though. And they've been producing like NFL, I shouldn't say stars, or but studs mm-hmm. defensively for since Harbaugh's been there. Yeah, and they've I mean, got a couple on the defensive like line. never been a question. I feel like it's just been offense and the quarterback position, and that's all Harbaugh was mainly – like you know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like this is what everyone thinks with Harbaugh is like uh-huh. quarterback whisperer. 
Yeah, should be. Took long enough. Not, but yeah. um, I'm I'm gonna take Nebraska in this one though. I'm betting on with Adrian Martinez. That's uh, I might throw up after saying that. I know, I I'm gonna check that water bottle <laughs> and see if there's not vodka. It in really it. is Grey Goose vodka. Did uh, Rob like pay you to say this? No, he didn't. I just I I'm betting against Jim Harbaugh is what I'm doing. I, I think that he's going to let people down, and I'm, I think this is the time when he does it. History will tell us there's going <laughs> to be a Michigan letdown, let and I think that this is it because they've kind of peaked to where people are starting to praise them. Yeah, and that's, that's a good point. when we shit the pleated pants in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and Nebraska walks away with a W at home. This one's at Lincoln. Yeah, I'm updated on where games are being played I this week. Say, I thought you were going to say it was at Michigan. I was like, I think that's also up. a tough place to play, though. If, I mean, the Red Sea, is that what they call it, right? And if people show up, which I think they still are. I mean, this is going to be a big game. If you're not showing up for Nebraska, I mean, if you're showing up to root for Nebraska, you also still mm-hmm. want to see Michigan because, like, that's a huge school. Yeah, and they're kind of the one of those, like, grandfathered-in teams of the Big Ten. Like, they are just, I don't, I don't know, a foundational piece for mm-hmm. Michigan. Exactly. You want to beat them. And Nebraska's kind of sitting there like, you know, the stepchild's like, do you really belong here? Like, you're not one of us. Why are you here? Well, guess what? We're about to kick your ass. So that's what I hope. Wasn't it Michigan that shitted on Nebraska last year, too, during the pandemic stuff? Or was that Ohio everyone? State? I mean, everyone <laughs> I think did, the but Big I, feel like, did. <laughs> I feel like there was one school more than the others that was like, fuck Nebraska, let's just kick them out of the conference. Was it Wisconsin? I don't know. It was someone up north. I mean, I know they're all north, but like I'm talking <laughs> way up there. It was one whether of those, it was Wisconsin, Ohio State, or Michigan. Yeah, one of those big teams. Top tier. Uh, last one that I don't even think is really going to be a, a ball game: Alabama at Texas A&M. I don't bet against Alabama. I've said it before. I don't care what the number is. I'm going to take Alabama to cover. It's 17 and a half. Nick Saban will find a way to motivate this team and be like, hey, Jimbo Fisher said this. And it will motivate these guys. They'll be ready to go. You saw them jump out early against Ole Miss. I think they do the same thing against Texas A&M. This quarterback, like, they rattled Matt Corral and had him playing timid football. Good luck this weekend to Texas A&M. <laughs> I think Alabama covers this one probably pretty easily. I mean, just with absolute ease. And it's at Kyle Field, which you said before. Not a tough place to play. It doesn't matter to Alabama. They don't care. <laughs> you could literally put a 12th man on the field and Alabama still covers. And speaking of Alabama, let's get into some of these Heisman favorites because their quarterback, Bryce Young, definitely one of those. But let's mention some of our great sponsors. First, uh, we mentioned, we keep mentioning this happy, uh, not happy hour, mini bachelor party is what I called it for our guy, Matt Miller at NFL Draft Scout. We will be at Club 609 this Saturday. TBD on the time. Who knows when we will. I, I What I've been time, telling people in like the text message, I don't know when, but eventually we will stumble into Club 609. I believe the reservation was put down at 730. That's fantastic. 37-ish. <laughs> there was an ish legitimately put at the end of it. Yeah, but Watch definitely write it down. Uh, check them out. Even if you're not joining us or maybe you're just stopping through. I know um, – we had some people stop through even last night that went to Club 609. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the person's name, but it was a pretty high-up decision-maker in the NFL. Stop through Joplin, ask for a place to go. Club 609 is the spot to be. Yep. Uh, home of the best happy hour in the world from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock. Two-for-one drink specials where they bring you dose drinks. 
Not one. Not one. Two. <laughs> two drinks for the price of one. Uh, it, it blows people m- mind. When they walk up to the table and you say, I'll have a Jack and Coke. And you think, I'm getting that bad boy half off. No, ma'am. You're getting two Jack and Cokes. <laughs> you better be ready. For and it. they're pretty slow on their count. So it'd be like, they're going to pour instead of like one, two, three, four. It's one, one Mississippi. Two. two. So how was your day? Do you have a good one? That's cool. Three. So, oh, really? You're doing that this week? What weekend? brings you here? Four. <laughs> there it is, Bob. Here's a splash mm-hmm. of Coke for you. Heavy handed. But you love it, though. Mm-hmm. It is the best. It is part honestly it. my favorite bar. And I, we say bar, but it's so much more than that. I, I don't mean, think it's calling it a bar is selling it. And it's like a fine dining like restaurant, too. I know you had some buddies we you brought into town like last year. Maybe it was this year. Uh, yeah, and you're spring. telling them about Club Six and Nine, and like you were really selling it. And I thought, man, he's going to oversell it. These guys are not going to be impressed. You still undersold it. I did. <laughs> and uh, it is. It's just. It's a unique place. I've never been anywhere like it. I've never been able to confidently promote something like that. Like aside from Mike Up, <laughs> it's like <laughs> Six and Nine is the place to be. Mm-hmm. And another place to be is DowntownLube.com. Okay. Yep. Downtown Lube, it's a store, it's not a store, excuse me, it's a shop here in Joplin on 1st and Main Street. They're more than just tires and lubes, that's clearly what they specialize in. They've been here for over 30 years. If you're not in the area, just visit them at downtownlube.com, view their full list of services, and they pride themselves on getting you taken care of in in and out on the same business day. Exactly, Uh, but these Heisman guys that I did want to talk about, uh, it's changed a lot. You know, Matt Corral was a guy who was sitting atop the Heisman board, and we were looking at him, we talked about him playing um, against Alabama. That didn't go as planned uh, because now we see Bryce Young as the number one betting favorite at plus 125 on the betting line. To me, it feels like this is his award to win. I or just to don't lose know. at this point, honestly. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he's, he's going to have to like actively mess up. He might have to have a, a two-interception game. Even that? Yeah. If he has a two-interception game, he's probably throwing five touchdowns. <laughs> He's only had two. He's 17 touchdowns and two interceptions on the year, throwing for 1,300 yards. Yep. That's stupid. And he's making a million dollars. I don't know if you saw this one yesterday, but your guy Desmond Ritter. Not Riddler. Not Ritter, Riddler. Excuse me yep. on that. <laughs> Desmond Ritter tweeted out like um, it was an ad. It was like so grateful to team up with my local car dealership. And he got a, a car out of it. I love it. I absolutely love it. got a fucking car? A nice one. Like an all blacked out SUV. Beautiful I think I did ride. see that, actually. I, you might have seen my tweet. I quote tweeted it. But I love seeing it, that players are able to get cars now and to just put that shit on Twitter. Yeah. Now, like... Fully flexing on them. For so many years, you would see pictures of these athletes on campus. And it's like, how the hell are you driving a new convertible Camaro? Yeah. Where did that come from? Parents bought it for me. Exactly. Like, is that really like, what they'd say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's my parents' car. Okay. Yeah. Well, my <laughs> parents got it for me. <laughs> okay. Yep. I'll believe that one, Derek Henry. Uh, <laughs> but now it's so great that they're just like, yeah, this is my fucking car, man. I bought it at this place. Thanks a lot. They're not even bought it. It's just, just given. I saw Spencer me. Rattler had a deal with like, where he got two cars, like two very, very, very mm-hmm. nice vehicles. I think like one's a truck and one's like a sports car. Probably. Now the dude's just shit in the bed. And I bet that sponsorship's like, we gave this kid a fucking car. Not yeah. one, but two. <laughs> hey, uh, Spencer, it's your car dealer here. Yeah. We're going to need you to give those keys to Caleb. Uh, he's, he's playing pretty well. How would well. you handle that? <laughs> I mean, he's gone. 
You, you signed it over. It's gone. It's not like you can take it back. Damn. Like one of our sponsors being like, hey, you actually, you guys suck. We, we need all that money back. <laughs> you spent it. Good luck. It's, <laughs> it's gone. It ain't in my account either. <laughs> but it is cool to see these kids be able to be on campus. And, you know, uh, we were talking about him the other day. He's a guy who's already married. He has a child. So it's great that he's able to get that extra. Yeah. Help. It's not income, but yeah, you know, benefit from his play on the field. I know Benefit's they get scholarship money too, but like. He's out playing that scholarship money. Oh, 100%. I mean, especially beating Notre Dame at, at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I bet sponsors came flooding in after that. Yeah. Like, take our money, represent it us. It seems to be all car dealerships, too. That it is. always has been. Yeah. Car dealerships can just offer you the most absurd amount of money. Mm-hmm. Hell, go to Roper Kia. They'll give you $1,000 off exactly. your newer car. And listen, <laughs> we say that at the end of the episode. If for some reason you listened about this far and then you just stop, mm-hmm. Roper Kia. It's located in Joplin. They also have a Roper range line where it's more than just Kias. And there's nothing wrong with Kias anymore. But if you do go to the dealership, I know a Roper guy. Kia. He drives a Kia. I love him. I do, too. It's great. It's me. I see him in the mirror every morning and night before I go to bed. Hi. It's, it's amazing. Me. I'm like, what's up, bitch? You look it's sexy. me. It's a big country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama Mia. But like, seriously, go to Roper Kia. You mentioned mic'd up. They will give you $1,000 straight off the asking price. Negotiate everything else from there, but you're starting off with $1,000. Right? They're not those scummy dealers either. And they're really not. It's not like you don't walk in and they're just pressuring you. It's just mm-hmm. like, hey, happy go. What can we help you with? It's great customer service, top to bottom. It's an amazing spot to get a vehicle. That's where we get our cars. I've bought my last like five from there. Yeah, so has Matt. Like, Matt's gone like through three cars this, this year, <laughs> all from Roper. He's yeah. like, ah, I'm Dodger to the Ford. I'll take a Dodge. I just can't <laughs> wait for him to be like, fuck this Dodge. I want something else. I think it's. It's happening I think soon. It's happening <laughs> soon. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out our, our great guys over there at Roper Kia as well. But back to Bryce Young, I'm sure that he has probably some cars too that we just haven't seen yet. He's also making nearly a million dollars. I bet he's I bet he's crossed a million now. Oh, sure. I mean, uh, it was the preseason and Nick Saban was talking about it, and he's like, Oh, our guys made close to seven figures. I bet I bet he's had something come through. Or, you know, maybe he you know got a car and that bumps up the value. I bet he's, he's close to a million. If he came through and he was like, yeah, I'm a millionaire, I wouldn't question it. Like, yeah, you're either close enough or you are officially a millionaire. Uh, and his play on the field, I do. I think it's his award to lose. I think some of these other guys, you know, Matt Corral is second right now at plus 250. He's the only guy even remotely close. Yeah. Even Spencer Rattler, who started the season as <laughs> number one, is plus 2,000 now. Yep. And There's just, a little bit of confidence in me with Spencer Rattler because I, I feel like I was always saying like I never saw it. Yeah. Mainly, what, what was the TV show that he was on? QB. Q, QB1, one of those. Yeah. It's like from there watching, I was like, this kid, because mm-hmm. I think there was through three seasons already. So I saw like Jake Fromm, Tate Martell, Justin Fields a little bit. Yep. And then this kid, and it was like, this guy's a douche. And I know we've talked about it before on here, but it was like, I never saw that. It's hard like, to root for. Flash. It. Exactly. That yep. as well. And so it's kind of one of those deals where, like, it's kind of nice to see him struggling I mean, in a way. And I hate to be show. that guy, but at the same time, mm-hmm. some people are just over the top. Yeah. Saying. I mean, even with that show, though, you watch a guy like Justin Fields come through. And it seems like he's so just down to earth oh, and respectful, yeah. but at the same time, kicking the shit out of everyone on the field. And then you see Spencer Rattler, who's played well, but he's also a jerk to his own teammates. To everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like his classmates. Right. There's like, I don't know why anyone wants to be your friend right now. Like, if you weren't a, a stud quarterback in the state, 
people would not want to hang out with you. Yeah, I mean, you could clearly see it. I mean, obviously, there's that, like, viral tweet that goes around of him talking to. Yeah. He was his backup quarterback. Yep. It, it's just not good. And now he finds himself, you know, plus 2,000. I wouldn't bet on that. I don't, I don't know that he can come back from this and win the award. I mean, Bryce Young would have to play very bad, I think, for Spencer Rattler to catch him. Yeah. At this point. I know it's early October, but, I mean, we really start to sort this thing out in October. By November – You've probably narrowed it down to two guys. Yeah. I mean, last year we were in November, and it was just which Alabama guy's going to win. I mean, yeah, and then Mac Jones kind of came into the conversation as well. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it was him, Devontae Najee. Smith, of course, and Najee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but, but now it looks like, you know, probably Bryce Young again. Matt Corral right there. Spencer Rattler, plus 2,000. Desmond Ritter, also plus 2,000. I don't know that he's going to have – a big enough moment. I think that maybe if he ha- would have had a bigger game against Notre Dame, yeah, he could have been in there. And I, I like him. I root for him. Seems like a great kid. I just don't think that the Heisman is going to be something he wins this yeah. year. Yeah, and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Bijan Robinson's next at plus five thousand, and then Trayvon Henderson at Ohio State at three thousand, and then Kenny Pickett at Pittsburgh's five thousand mm-hmm. as well. Out of those three that I just named. Who do you think has, like, the best odds? Man, Not, I, like, after what I just listed, but, right. like, in your mind for the remaining of the season. Like, do we – Kenny Pickett – Kenny Pickett's come on strong in yeah. just terms of, like, social media hype. And, like, like, some draft hype of, like, yeah. this is a good senior quarterback. Um, I wouldn't put any money on that one. I don't know that he can win that award at Pitt. He would just have to play so well. Yeah. And he might, but even then, like, he would have to go undefeated and put up big numbers. At Pitt to win it for Trayvon Henderson, he's a true rookie or a true freshman, a true rookie. true rookie. Uh, first year on campus, though, he's been very good and he might have some electric games. I just don't know that Heisman voters are going to give it to a freshman. Yeah, to a true freshman. I know that like some guys have come through, Johnny Manziel, Jameis. I get it. They weren't true freshmen, and I think there is maybe a little bit of a stigma of like, yeah, we don't do that. Yeah, do yeah. it again. Yeah, and so that's why I am looking at Bijan Robinson. After this weekend, he could see his number blow up. Mm-hmm. So I'm even looking at that plus five thousand. I'd throw some money down on that. Yeah, like you, you might lose fifty bucks on it. Say, but you, you might win some money off yeah. of it. You twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. So I, I'm looking at that and would maybe get in on those odds because if he goes and has a great game against Oklahoma, those odds are going to drastically uh, change. I, yeah. I think that if he has a good game, he'll go to like plus 2,000, maybe even lower than that, to where we, I think he will be at the Heisman ceremony. Bijan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think he'll be a top three, you four. You think it'll be him, guy. Bryce Young, of course, and a Matt Corral or someone else come up? Probably. If I had to bet on like who the four like who the four would be, it would be Bryce Young, Matt Corral, Spencer Rattler, and Bijan Robinson. Damn. Yep. It, but I, I think it'll be a runaway. Maybe they only invite three guys, but I think it'll be a runaway where we see Bryce Young win it. With Matt Corral and Spencer Rattler, I think they are going to rub some people the wrong way. And I think some people are going to look at them and say, oh, you didn't really live up to the hype. And then who are they going to vote for in second or third place? B. John Robinson. Like, oh, I really like watching this kid play. Mm-hmm. And I know that, again, Texas fans maybe sound a little bit biased, but I even saw an article on The Athletic where they were looking at Heisman favorites, and they did like their own voting. And Bijan Robinson, I don't know if he was two, but he was top three. Yeah. And but I do think a lot of people are looking at him, watching him play on Saturdays, 
and they're just impressed by him. Yeah. I am. And if people have only seen the Arkansas game because that one was nationally televised, and be like, that might be a rough one to kind of go. Go look at yeah, some of the offensive other game. line was so bad. Yeah, I mean, this kid, like the way he can just be full speed and I mean, legitimately stop on a dime. To be 220 pounds and change directions the way that he yeah, does. Yeah, and it, like, gets back up to full speed, mm-hmm. running yeah. through contact. I mean, lowering the shoulder. Like, this kid is special. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's awesome not that he's at Texas and not Texas Alabama. Fans. Yeah. <laughs> if he played somewhere else, I would still be looking at him like, oh, my God. I if he's at Alabama, that's all we talk about. It was at Bryce mm-hmm. Young or B. John Robinson. I think he's the best running back in the nation right now. Like, if we could do a draft of everybody that's playing in college football, he would be the top running back. And that's even with guys like Tank Bigsby at Auburn. That's, you know, Travion Henderson at Ohio State. Still Spiller be at Texas good. A&M. Yeah. Bryce Hall at Iowa State. Yep, I would still take Bijan over him. Damn. And I wouldn't even blink an eye at it. I, I think he is fantastic. Again, a little bit of burnt orange in this blood. But I think he's special. Like I, I like him as much as I have guys like Ricky Williams, Cedric Benson, Jamal um, Charles. Charles. Yeah. He's right up there with those guys. I mean, he's probably the best running back I've seen at Texas. And, like, yeah. I watched uh, Jamal Charles. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been Jam- pretty nice. Jamal was special, but Bijan just seems like he does have a little bit more to just him. Just something he's, different. And I don't bigger. feel like I've ever got to say that about a Texas player. It's like, man, this kid's you just different. You probably haven't. That's sad. Yeah. Sad Colt McCoy, that's it. They, the, like, the but last... even him, you, like, knew he wasn't going to be good in the NFL. Fuck, I did. <laughs> you thought yeah, he, he was on my passwords, my email. <laughs> My, McCoy 12. I couldn't do I couldn't do Longhorns twelve, so I had to do Horns dot long one two. It's like man, it was like password was like scary Why questions. You do longhorns. It was already taken. <laughs> I tried long dot horn. Someone else already used it. Ah, so Horns dot long, and my last name was long, so I was like this works out. <laughs> now you've just confused everyone, but don't forget yeah. about <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what great, the fuck? Great sponsors. We mentioned Roper Kia. Uh, we do mention them at the end of the show. Usually, but definitely check them out. You can go online at Roper Kia. If you're listening through this through the Draft Scout, um, I always make sure that we post the links to our sponsors. So you can go in there, check out their inventory. As Big Country kind of mentioned, uh, we buy our cars from there. I don't drive a Kia, but I did go to them and say, hey, can you help me find a truck? I want to get back into a truck. Help me find one. They did. I purchased it. Uh, so go check them out. Tell Mike Up sent you. They'll give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. And also don't forget about our great Manscaped code where um, it's probably just time to update your trimmer. Yeah. Regardless of what you're doing. I know I talk about designs and stuff that I'm doing <laughs> that's weird. That's nice. Maybe Sometimes I'll put a little fade in it. Like I'm trying to become like a barber or something. But also, it's probably just time to upgrade. Do you still have the, the baseball and the, the bat? You know, things... The schlong and that's... No, it's... No? it's oh. It's gone. Growth. Oh. Hashtag growth. Yeah. I need it to come up with something bit. different. But also, I know, like, probably a lot of guys before we teamed up with Manscaped, I was using the same trimmer for, like, like the past five years. Yeah. The technology has changed. There's a fucking flashlight on it. It's waterproof. The next one is going to have me... Like, you're going to connect to your Spotify. <laughs> jamming out. Like, <laughs> bzz, bzz. Right. Next one will be hands-free. It just You lay back and it trims for you. Uh, but it is great, and the technology on the Manscaped 4.0 has changed drastically. It's got the skin guard on it, so you, don't, you legitimately don't have to worry about nicking it. Mm-hmm. They'll send you the, it, um, anything. The, uh, the newspapers that you can lay down. Yeah. That's great. I don't peek behind the curtain. It's the end of the show, TMI. I don't use those for my downstairs. I'm a shower trimmer. Uh-huh. So, and it's waterproof. Yeah. So, I trim in the shower. Don't got to worry about but it. But, my beard, 
I will lay down that newspaper for my beard trimmer, and that has been a big difference maker. Wow, that's a really good idea. Right? Hashtag thinking. Because then I just, I trim over the sink, yeah. everything falls onto the newspaper, I shake that bad boy out into the toilet. That's a flushing genius gone. idea. It's so clean. Man. Myself and my sink. I just trimmed my beard uh, earlier in the week, thank you for noticing. <laughs> Uh, pretty thick, but I didn't realize how thick it had gotten. So I'm trimming it. Oh, that's but I'm every like, guy. I'm getting close to the mirror, you know, being like, "Oh my god!" And then like I look down, and it's like on my when that shit like, gets behind the actual yes. seat. fucking cleaning or that in is, between it, it's brutal. It's and then I got to use like my hand and like try and slice it, and then it's like <laughs> it's on my finger. Get off! Do you do that thing where you get a little water on your hand yep. and then try to like scoop oh, one it out? Fucking uh-huh. set in a line and just shove. And it I don't up. know what it is about Take paper towels. That don't pick no. up hair. It's like, I'm going to absorb all the water. Fuck you, hair. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to move this around into a place you can't find it. You know what, Bounty? Make that your new commercial. Yeah. Here, fellas, you need this <laughs> to clean up your beard trim? We got you covered. There you go. Uh, that's it for us today. We will be back tomorrow breaking down more NFL games. But don't forget to visit our great sponsors. Each one of them, a link sent directly to your email at the Draft Scout. <laughs>